Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Got a text message here from Dave. He says, Taz and Jim, why aren't you guys talking about the price of cigarettes? If you want the real answer, it's because I don't smoke. I don't even know what the price of cigarettes is, or I didn't until Dave told me. It says 18 bucks a pack now for smokes? Hmm. Yeah. Is well, that true? I think they will be 18 bucks a pack. I think they're going up 4 bucks April 1st. <laughs> yeah. I can remember when I was in high school in the 90s, smokes were around $7 a pack. I had a lot of buddies who smoked, and then... Uh, something happened and the price went down to four bucks a pack. Something happened. A miracle. Something happened with the government. They removed some of the tax on cigarettes or something and, and the, it went down to four bucks and then it gradually, I knew it gradually went back up, but I, I thought it was nine bucks a pack or maybe 10, mm-hmm. but $18 a pack. How can anyone afford to smoke? Yeah. Especially if you think, you know, people smoke a pack a day, that's 140 bucks a week. Just on smokes alone. Wow. Uh, Dave says that he goes out to the reservation to get his, and an entire carton only costs him like 28 bucks. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> There's the solution. That's, and he can fill up on gas, cheap <laughs> gas while he's out there too, right? And you can get those weed gummies too that are being <laughs> yeah. sold. It, it, you know, I, I get it. It's nobody, nobody needs to smoke. It's a, it's a bad habit. I, I enjoy a cigarette here and there. I don't really buy them anymore. But I feel like all it's doing is pushing people to vape. So now we got more vapors, and then every year that we find out that that's worse for your health than we always thought. So it's like, who it's like, thought vaping was good for you? I could see it maybe being a little bit better than the smoking, but it's obviously it's still bad yeah. for you. Well, obviously, but it was looked at and marketed as a healthy alternative to quitting smoking. But every month there's a new article saying, don't vape around your kids. Vaping is worse than you thought it was. It's as bad as smoking. I don't think it's as bad, but you're, you're swapping one filthy habit for another. What does a vape cost? I've, I've never vaped. A vape cartridge. I don't know. Is it a lot cheaper than buying cigarettes? I don't know this stuff. We need some smokers to call in and tell us what's going on here. Hi, FM 96. Hey, do you think $18 a pack is bad? My brother lives in Australia, and he was here at Christmas time. pack of cigarettes in Australia is $41. Holy. And that's, like, Australian, that's in American dollars or Canadian dollars? Uh, well. Australian the, dollars aren't the, far the off from Canadian. To the Canadian dollar. Yeah. yeah. So, Forty-one bucks. There. So yeah, he came here and he was like, "Wow, only eighteen dollars a pack. I'm going to load up." <laughs> yeah, the, That's uh, wild. the only reason the reason why they're doing it is to try to deter people from smoking. And he told me since they've raised the price up to forty-one dollars, it's only dropped two uh, percent. Like people, because if you want to smoke, you're going to smoke, right? If you're addicted, you will find a way to fuel that addiction. That's right. That's right. 100%. Do you know how much vaping costs? No idea. Yeah, I haven't gone there. I don't know. 
I don't know if it's more or less. People are already addicted to cigarettes. So like when you when you raise the price, it's uh, it's like and a lot of people who buy smokes are are lower income people, so you're taxing people who are already don't have that much expendable disposable sure, income. But if you smoke, there's a good chance you're going to be putting a strain on the healthcare system as well, which yeah. is one of the arguments for the taxation, Jim. They're going to be using more resources as they develop lung disease in the future. So isn't it fitting that they put a little more into the pot? Hi, FM ninety six. Who's this? Is the money? The money Hello. Hello. FM ninety six. Hey, how are you doing? Good. What do you know about vaping? What's the cost of vaping? Uh, well, I uh, buy cartridges three at a time, uh-huh. and it's fifteen bucks for three cartridges, and that lasts uh, the equivalent of about seven packs of smokes. Holy cow! So it's way cheaper to vape. Hugely cheaper. Mm. Do you vape around your kids? No. No? No, I treat it just like smoking. I don't vape around the kids. I don't vape in the car. Yeah, that's what they're saying. They're saying that uh, it's just as harmful around children as cigarette smoke would be. Oh, absolutely. But you've smoked your whole life. How long have you smoked for? Oh, God. Uh, I started when I was a teenager, and now I'm 44. (laughs) How much was the first pack of smokes that you bought? Uh, I used to buy them out of a vending machine at... Uh, a donut shop for two fifty. The glory days. <laughs> <laughs> and you had you had to feel around to find that m- vending machine because there was so so much smoke in the donut <laughs> shop. You couldn't see where you were going, right? Oh, you could smoke everywhere back. Oh, then. I remember it was disgusting. And now, guesstimate. Sure is. Caller nine is Rob. Caller ten is June. Rob goes first. And you have opted to be my partner here, Rob. I have. So I'm going to try and get you to name as many Canadian bands as possible before the buzzer goes. It's kind of like a password situation. I can't say the name of the bands or any word that is included in the name of the band. Okay. Okay? Sure. We're setting the bar here. (laughs) Are you ready for it? Yeah, I guess. All right. So Canadian bands is the subject. Let me flip my list over here. All right, here we go. Let's play Guesstimate. Three, two, one. Gord Downey, they shot a movie once. Tragically, yes. Hometown. Take a load off, Danny. Uh, Take a load for free. ETO, guess who? No. Uh, Steppenwolf. It's, it's just, what's a group of guys who play instruments? What do you call them? Oh, jeez, pass. No, okay, pass. Uh, this is Rain Maida. Hi, 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 hi. Oh, Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm just a skater boy. You're just a skater boy. Oh, boy. Uh, she uh, was married to Chad Kruger from Nickelback. From Napanee, Ontario. Um, Alanis. No, Avril Lavigne. <laughs> I had a feeling he knew the name but didn't want to say it. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Avril Lavigne. Oops. And the second one there was The Band. Oh, boy. Yeah. I should have said Robbie Robertson and <laughs> Levon Helm. Sorry about that. That's okay. Okay, we only got two. Brutal. <laughs> it could be the winner, though. Let's see how June does. Hi, June. Hi. Are you ready to go? I am ready. Juno Fest bracelets on the line. The topic is Canadian musical acts. Jim, are you ready? Yes. Let's play Guestimate. Three, two, one. Female-led band, Emily Haynes, the singer, Monster Hospital. 
It's a type of know. measurement opposite of imperial. What type of measurement? Do, yes. Okay, she's uh, an older gal, uh, short blonde hair. She's the songbird of a generation. Your grandma loves her. Sw- um, swing low, sweet chariot. Um, uh, yes. Uh, okay. The, uh, okay. So these people uh, eat my brain. Heterosexual man. Opposite of evens. Odd. Yeah. Uh, okay. Chad Kroger. Her lordiest photograph. Nickelback. Well. You didn't get that one. That was after the buzzer, but uh, Nickelback was correct. You did, however, get three. Holy, you are a winner. Opposite of evens, the Mm. odds. Good one, Jim. Now that's a good clue. Thank you. And I'm saying that because yesterday I had that on my list and you were like, oh, no one's going to get the odds. If you give a good clue, Jim, yeah. they're going to get it. All it takes is a good clue and two people playing at the same time with a friend in the background. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of, that's been a little bit of a cheat yeah. there. Who's in the background? That's my husband, Dave. Okay, you and your husband are going to the Junos. <laughs> that's awesome. I want to see you peacock. The Toronto Maple Leafs had another rough night last night, Devin. Yeah, they, uh... <laughs> I missed the start of the game, and before you knew it, like the Blackhawks started scoring, and they kept on scoring, and then it was 5 nothing, and I'm like, all right, don't need to watch this. Time for bed. <laughs> <laughs> Leaf fans were booing their own team again, something that you have stated on the show in the past you are fine with. Still the, still the fact? 100%. They deserve to be booed yesterday. On like In the third period of Monday's loss to Tampa Bay, Austin Matthews, after the game, admitted the team gave up. So your first game since you gave up against the best team in the NHL is to go down 5 nothing to the Chicago Blackhawks, a team that is fighting for a playoff spot in the Western Conference. Totally beatable. 100% beatable, a team you should beat. And frankly, the Leafs are getting a little... They're getting this kind of... Feeling where they can just outscore all their defensive problems, which you cannot do in the in the playoffs, and they got to start scoring some wins against the better teams in their own conference, which they're not doing. So I'd be a little worried if I was going into the playoffs as a Maple Leafs fan. I disagree with the booing. Every team every year is going to have a bad run and a good run. Like they're going to have a a couple of losses back to back. They're going to have low points in the season. They can't win every game. We've been waiting for a solid Leafs team for you know at least 15 years to make a run for it. They're they're having a great season. The boys are trying overall in the season. You're gonna boo them? They're trying really hard, Devin. And they're putting in a good like generally a good effort. <laughs> they brought the game back. It was oh, five. Generally a good effort. I mean that's that's a, a standing ovation for a generally good effort. Okay, so you're in a relationship with a lady and, you know, she's in a bad mood for a couple of days. Are you just going to berate her as soon as she gets home? If my, if my relationship in, involves me paying to see her, then yes, I will boo her if she's not giving me 100%. Have you been in a couple of those relationships, Devin? No comment. <laughs> it would be like if I came in here every morning and I, when Jim Kelly opened his mouth, I just started booing. That wouldn't be very nice. It probably wouldn't motivate you to do a better job if I booed you all the time. Yeah. I mean, it'd be distracting. I'd get down on myself. Much better if I... 
Way to go, Jim. That was fantastic. Let's review Leaf You can fans turn it around, Jim. That was a terrible, dumb joke, but you can turn it around. I've Thanks. seen you do it. Holy cow. Leaf fans have been waiting for a winner since 1967. They have supported their team throughout some horrendous years, some horrendous owners, and some absolutely dreadful performances. They come out like in droves during the playoffs to support their team. They never don't support the team. So Leaf fans are entitled more than possibly any other group of fans to boo their team when they are not performing to the level they should be when they have the super group of forwards. I think they should clap for them. Even if it's just sarcastic clapping. Oh, good <laughs> that, job, yeah, that, yes. It's okay. Way it's, to go. You guys are doing great. <laughs> it's only the first period. Just because you boo doesn't mean you suddenly hate the team or you're not a fan. Like, coaches can yell at the players to motivate them a little bit more. Me, if I you know had any sort of self-respect, would not want to be booed by my home crowd when I'm putting in a turd of a performance on multiple occasions. I don't know. That's just me. Maybe I'm not uh, some NHL player making $11 million that's just skating through the entire season. I think the $11 million would soften the whole thing, (laughs) right? I wouldn't mind being booed everywhere I went (laughs) if I was making $11 million. Scientists have done it. Time travel is now a possibility. Yes, Uh, An international team of scientists claimed they have reversed time with the help of a quantum computer. What does that mean exactly? So they used some electrons and quantum mechanics. Uh, They were able to turn back time in an experiment that they compared to essentially like if you have a, 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 a pool cue and a bunch of balls there and you were to spread them out, they would be able to reverse time and they would all go back together. Into the triangle. Into the triangle. Okay, so, so it's not the DeLorean and they didn't test it with their dog. Not yet. It, so it. They were able to uh, use quantum computer programs to rewind quantum bits to their starting points. Which huh. is a start. Yeah. Got to start okay. somewhere. I was expecting a little bit more than that. Well, here's the here's the thing. Rewinding your pool game? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. They were doing, like, uh, researchers from uh, Moscow were involved in this. So Vladimir Putin has may have the ability to reverse time. Oh, no. <laughs> if he doesn't like the uh, outcome of any election around the world. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> well, that's pretty exciting. It's crazy. It's uh, The fact that they could do that or that the reality of time travel is even a possibility It's just mind-blowing, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Apparently it is, though, theoretically. I saw something else trending online on Twitter. People were tweeting about how far they would go into the future if they were able to travel through time. Hmm. How far would you go, Jim? Uh, You'd have to go at least 100 years to make it worth your while, right? I'd go a thousand. A thousand? A thousand. Two thousand? I'm going as far ahead as I can. This was an astroparticle physicist who posted this, this poll on her Twitter feed. If you had the option to travel forward in time only once, which would you choose? A hundred years to see where physics and tech is at, five hundred to a thousand years, uh, over a thousand years to watch the progress of Andromeda Milky Way collision <laughs> or other. Please comment. See, 100 years would be a simple jump. Like, enough would change, but the language probably wouldn't change that much. You'd still, 
act and look kind of normal. If you win a thousand, I years, wouldn't go five hundred to a thousand. Yeah, is Earth even going to be habitable at that point? Is it like Back to the Future where you travel through time and you end up in the exact same place that you that you? Jumped in, you know what I mean. So if we, if we traveled through time in this studio, would we end up a thousand years from now sitting right here where we are in this space? I would assume so. I believe that is the law of uh, time travel. Okay. Well, then I wouldn't want to go too far because I'd want this room to still exist. Oh <laughs> right? yeah, like if you went back in time and you just ended up in a concrete wall. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Or like when Marty McFly went back. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Back to the Future with my son. <laughs> he loves it. When he goes back to the Old West, and there's a, a bunch of horses riding towards him. They're shooting at him with the with the arrows. He didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> it's got to be better to go ahead in time rather than back in time. Because if you go ahead, then you don't have to worry about touching stuff and like ruining like the whole timeline. But that's, go, that's the dream. Time, you go back in time, you're a borderline god. Yeah, Biff Tannen, baby. Yeah. Uh, if you're just going to, like, just, if you're just going to watch, but if you're going to go back and mess around stuff, obviously you go back in I time. I think even a hundred years is excessive. That's a lot. Think about, I'm 40 years old, so I was born, I'm 41 actually, I was born in 1977. And think of the technological advances that have been made in 40 years. Yeah. And think about where we were 100 years ago in 2019. Yeah, because they grow exponentially. Yeah. So it, in 100 it, years... The snowball just starts going. In 100 years, there will be AI as a full-blown other race that has human rights and stuff. And I don't know, unless I have a guarantee that I can get back from the future, I'm not even going. Imagine you went ahead a thousand years in time, and because you have it in completely different immune system than everyone else, you just like wipe out the entire world. Ah, uh, you bring back measles, yeah. or bring forward <laughs> they, measles, they, or whatever. Cured, like even the common cold, and so you sneeze on someone, and they're like, "What is this?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then everyone just drops dead, or you drop dead because your immune system isn't used to all the bugs that they have flying around in mm-hmm. the future. I can't do it. <laughs> it's stressing me out, this time travel thing. Load the time machine up with Sudafed and Kleenex, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> Went for a little bike ride with my son yesterday. He aimed for every single puddle. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best as a kid. Absolutely soaked when he came home. Yeah, it's nice. A little taste of spring here. Looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, just I, I'm I'm not looking forward to you know tomorrow. I'm looking forward to three weeks from now when all the sand and stuff is off my uh, my grass from the awful winter, and then it starts becoming green again. You know, because everything's really ugly right now. Cigarette butts, dog poop everywhere. The dog poop is a big one. Yeah. When the snow starts melting. And it's not even your dog. It's your girlfriend's dog. Who picks that up in your backyard, Jim? Have you had that discussion yet? Yeah. Um, is that her job or is that your job? Uh, whoever's out. Is it the homeowner or is it the dog owner that picks up the poop? Dog owner, for sure. <laughs> but it's not even in my backyard. It's just everywhere. Sidewalks. Like, when, you, when you're walking a dog and you have an eye... I didn't have never had a dog before this, but now I have an eye trained for poop. Right. And now I'm realizing how much just wayward droppings there are across London. Dog poops all over the place. Come on, people. Carry a bag. It's kind of like when you buy a car 
And you uh, then you see that car everywhere on yeah, the road, right? Exactly. You get a Jeep, and it's like, oh my god, I never knew. Realize how many people are driving Jeeps out there. Yeah. Or you break up with your girlfriend, and then you realize how many vehicles look like your girlfriend's car. <laughs> that's what that's what happened to me once. I was like, are they following me? But it was just a common car. What was your car doing parked <laughs> in front of his house? What are you talking about? A lot of people have Dodge Neons, Jim. <laughs> Get over it, stalker. <laughs> See, I, I will be shocked if if your girlfriend ends up picking up the poop. In your Why backyard. not? I think you're going to do it. And you're going to like it. I, I think my buddies are going to find it. I kind of know where he goes. I know where the danger zones are. So I feel like one of my friends, if they're coming over and hanging out, probably be most likely to step in You need in to it. pick it up, and you need to pick it up sooner than later because if you can get it, if the snow melts and then the dog poop is still frozen, that's the ideal time to get out there and, and shovel it into a bag, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little just tip. Just shovel in the bag. Just put that bag over your hand, Taz, and grab it with the bag. You don't need to shovel. Get the clumps. Get her done. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.